0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: That's popped up. Shallow center field. Correa is out. Calling everyone off. He's there. Makes the catch. And that is the ball game. Now. The Houston our 2017 American League West champions.
2: Another Astros podcast. At one point, I was kind of pacing back and forth in my living room. It was just Kate and I, and I'm going, trust your instincts, trust your instincts. What are your instincts telling you? It's just so caught in between with emotion and the excitement of a new ball club, and ultimately, it came down to winning and joining an organization that is set up to win for a long time. Justin
3: Verlander is my guest today here on Astro Launch uh, in the playoffs here, and you're starting today. How exciting and how much anticipation coming into a playoff
2: start is there for you? Um, I mean, there's a lot of uh, anxiousness, excitement. You know, it's kind of like you play a, you play 162 games over 180 days, and and then it's like the start of a brand new season. Mm-hmm. So with all that much more intensity, so uh, you just kind of rely on your preparation. You know, you know, your scouting reports, everything, everything that you normally do, and then once you start the first pitch. Uh, the nerves kind of dissipate, and then it's uh, then it's just baseball with a little bit more focus, I guess. A little more competition, obviously, in those
3: situations. Time off in between innings, things like that. You've pitched in so many big games in your career. Does it start to become old hat, or is it just a, a new situation every
2: time? Uh, no, absolutely not, new hat. Uh, yeah. You know, I think it's uh, the the excitement, the nerves. Um, the nervousness, yeah. the anxiousness, all of it's there. It's good, uh, right? Yeah, I mean, it's good. Yeah. yeah. If I, I mean, if I didn't have that, I, I, I wouldn't want to be playing this game. I yeah. mean, um, that's what it's all about. Uh, and it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's a good feeling. You know, it kind of like uh, the night before really starts to get, get to me a little bit, and I start feeling it. And then uh, the day of, like, you know, that's why I have my routine. Uh, so this is my start day. I've got my routine, it makes it and wonderful. it helps. Yeah, it kind of calms, it calms the nerves a little bit. Um, and, you just, and then once I start my my catch and start playing catch um everything kind of comes back to normal and then first pitch then it's just let's go one of the things that
3: aj said about you is he didn't know about you was how inquisitive and how much you wanted to learn right when you got here you said hey i want to work on my change up what can i learn about the analytics and all those things Uh, has it been refreshing for you in a new organization
2: uh yeah it has been to be honest with you uh You know, I think um, this is an organization that's uh, way further along analytically than than the Tigers were. Um, And and I've I've always been somebody that um, wants a wealth of information. Um, Give me the information, I'll decipher it and use it however I can. Um, So I was like a sponge when I got here. I mean, and still am, you know, honestly, just kind of like taking in all of this, learning the system, learning how they're breaking down some of the analytics, and then from there trying to find how it can help me individually um so just a lot of questions uh i'm sure these uh these guys some of them are probably sick of uh, seeing me um it's all about it's all about helping the uh the player on the field so uh, i i love it have you learned much about
3: spin rates since you've been here because obviously your four seamer up in the zone does a lot of different things from other people
2: yeah i, I mean i knew about that coming in yeah. I don't think I necessarily needed them to tell me, you know, that my four-seamer up was was uh, was good. Um, but you know, but but I, I'm I'm I think I'm more using it uh, for effectiveness of other pitches in certain situations, you know, et cetera. Um, but uh, I, I to answer your question, yeah, I didn't know about spin rate. Off season, you got a
3: a wedding. Coming up, have you been involved in the plans, or are you just letting your uh, Kate go through all that stuff?
2: I'm letting my fiance handle most of it. I'm, uh, I'm in a little bit of a panic, actually. You know, it's kind of like I don't have time to think about anything that I need to take care of. There's yeah. there's some there's there, there, there's some requirements for the groom too. You know, yeah. and, and uh, um, I, you know I set the stage. But, yeah, I know. But you know, when it comes down to it, I think everybody understands that. Uh, baseball is first and foremost in this situation, in the playoffs. Uh, if I let a few things slide by on my yeah. end as a groom, yeah. I think I think most of my friends and family would understand.
3: Does it happen very often when you two guys are out at, that uh, they don't recognize you?
2: Uh, not really. It kind of depends on where we are. Um, you know, she recognized. If you're in her setting, then it's a little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, although we did do something in Slovenia a couple years ago, of all places in the world, and and, and we the day we got there, we're walking through the streets um, to go get some food, and somebody's like, "Hey, excuse me, excuse me." We hear from behind, and we're like, "Okay, you know, just keep walking. We'll see, what, you know, see what happens." And they come up and they kind of tap me on the shoulder and go you're justin verlander no you? way and i immediately look at kate and go ha you know like of all places in slovenia somebody recognized me and not her right away it was but it was just pretty funny but we have i mean we have fun with it and uh, especially if, if anybody's respectful and so we enjoy that part of it all right justin
1: verlander great to have you with us and uh, go tear him up all right thank you welcome back robert Ford, joined by astros manager aj hench and the astros finally it's here the postseason it seems like been waiting for the postseason for a while, clinched uh, with two weeks left into the season. How, how great does it feel now that this day is finally here?
4: Oh, it's good. I mean, it, w- number one, this is the, the the goal that we set out for in spring training was to get to this point, and, and we have our sights set far ahead of, of what we've accomplished so far, but what a great feeling to, to have a home game to start the playoffs, uh, a really successful regular season, a relatively healthy roster, and a, and a group of motivated guys. What sort of sense of comfort do you have knowing that game
1: one you're starting Justin Verlander game two you're starting Dallas Keuchel and they're pretty good pitchers on that side too and position players but to have those two first two games
4: yeah those are our guys and and we feel really good about those guys on the mound and and uh for rightfully so I mean Verlander's been the hottest pitcher you know in the league in the last month Dallas Keuchel has been very good and you know arguably could be a game one starter as well so to have two horses like that to to front line our rotation you know especially at home is 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 an excellent feeling
1: what were some of the, the tougher decisions you had to make in terms of the 25-man roster and, and those final few spots, and so I'm sure some, some difficult conversations?
4: The biggest decision was whether we were going to carry 11 pitchers or 12 pitchers. It's a five-game series. If it gets that far with two off days, and so the extra pitcher just wasn't as needed as, as the extra position player might be needed. And, and those are tough decisions, leaving veterans off the, the roster, guys like Tyler Clippard, who's pitching the World Series, and Tony Sipp, who's been here a few years. Mike Fiers pitched very well for us in the middle part of the year, even though he struggled on the on the on the bookend side of it. Colin McHugh was probably the toughest conversation because he'd come back from injury and pitched well, um, but the but the the roster being set at 14 position players, 11 pitchers, you know, really forced some tough calls on the pitching side.
1: Played the Red Sox four games in Boston to end the regular season, preparing for this series. Advantage, disadvantage make a difference at all?
4: Not a huge difference because I think things get reset now, and and you know they're facing Verlander, they haven't seen. We're facing Sale, we haven't seen. Uh, both both orders are different. You know, there's a little familiarity that will be taken from those series, but uh, all in all, the 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 excitement of the playoffs will will quickly forget the strategy that was deployed a week ago in a, in games, two games that mattered, one game they clinched, one game didn't matter. Uh, I think we all work towards today.
1: Chris Sale, one of the
4: toughest pitchers in the game. What's going to be the key against him today? Staying inside the strike zone. If he gets you to expand, he gets a lot of strikeouts that way, and, and he's probably going to strike out a few guys even more than normal. We're not a team that strikes out a lot, but his strikeout ability really rests in, 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 in getting guys to chase outside the strike zone. He's got elite stuff above the zone when he throws his fastball up. His sweeping slider is really hard to track as a ball or a strike. If we can get to him early and make him throw the ball in the strike zone, hunt certain pitches in certain counts, we'll, we'll have success against him. A.J. Hinch, thanks for joining us. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, we're going to get started with Dallas Keuchel. We'll start <clears throat> with Brian on the left. Hey, Dallas.
5: uh My answering questions for Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go easy
1: on you. Uh, did you expect that when Verlander came, especially as well as he pitched, that, that he would probably get the, the game one assignment here? And, and if so, you know, just what are your thoughts on getting the ball in game two?
5: Um, I mean, I knew when he came over it was going to be a pretty good rotation. And <clears throat> I'm – was pretty outspoken with, with what our need was and and what the guys in the clubhouse wanted. But um, at that point, that was the last thing on my mind. It was more about trying to get back on the winning track and and making sure we were ready to go come playoff time. And and I think probably the last one or two starts and most most relevant in Texas is is when I knew. It was either going to be me or him, one and two. And, and uh, I mean, we couldn't have picked a better guy for, for game one, just his, his experience. And, and uh, I mean, it, I pitched game three in the division series in, in 2015. So, uh, I mean, that was literally the last thing on my mind. But I'm, I'm happy to pitch at home and in front of this uh, beautiful crowd. Dallas, how do you feel like your experience in 2015 will help you going into this postseason? I think it's going to have a, a a lasting effect, and and just to draw comparison to what the feelings I felt and, and how nervous I was going into the, to not only the game three start but the wild card start as well, and that's gonna that's gonna give me a lot of advantage. I, f- I feel like, and and this crowd is is electric, especially with the roof closed. It feels like there's about ninety thousand people instead of. Forty, forty-five thousand, and and I told some of the guys for the first times. I said, "Get ready because you're gonna you're gonna need some some uh, earplugs." <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't able to to talk to the guys next to me on the bench. It was just we were just in silence, just listening to the crowd and listening to to the uh, gameplay on the field. So it's gonna be loud, but it's gonna be exciting, and and um, I'm, I'm I'm grateful that we got some experience in 2015, and and hopefully that'll carry us. Uh, To the championship series, Mark
4: Dallas. After what you you kind of touched on 2015, after having been through that, what do you? How do you look at this team and the chances it has to really make a great run, deep run?
5: I think we have as good a chance as anybody, and it. I mean, when you when you really break it down, it it took Cleveland 22, 23 wins in a row to 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 catch us, and and you know that they're they're the number one seed, but Uh, we're we're no slouch either and and uh i think we match up well with the red sox they 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 have a a really good team and they won the east for a reason um but i like our chances and and from the start of spring training on everybody started talking about 2017 playoffs and that was for a reason everybody knew we were going to be good all we had to do was just put it together and and uh i mean we did so added a few pieces along the way and uh Now we're sitting here talking about the division series.
1: In Dallas, um, mainly pitches mostly like the routine, four days off, five days off. Uh, Any concerns that you're going to be able to pitch with eight, nine days rest?
5: No, I mean, I felt pretty good. I I mean, I only threw a three-inning simulated game in Boston the last day of the year, but everything checked off what I wanted to what I wanted to get done and, and felt good, so I I just chalk it up to a little bit more fresh than than usual, and and uh, I'm sure I'll I'll be uh, I'll be a little bit more exhausted come game time tomorrow just because of how much energy and, and the adrenaline going in my body, but just drawing back on the the previous experience is is, is going to help me a little bit more than than what I, what I would have been without it.
1: Uh, Dallas, as a you know Cy Young. Winner, All Star yourself. Uh, what do you look for when you see a matchup like this, Verlander and Sale? Two guys in your in your class. What sort of things do you look for, just from a pitching standpoint, that you appreciate uh, in a matchup like this?
5: Well, based on some of the pitching so far this postseason, I, <laughs> I hope that uh, hope that Verlander is on his game, and and uh, it's been some pretty potent offenses so far. But but in this matchup, I I would <clears throat> I would. Really expect both guys to to be pitching instead of just throwing. It, and there's an there's an art to pitching, and and obviously I I don't throw hard, but I'm, I'm a pitcher, and and that's that's what I enjoy. And since Verlander's been over here, I think his his pitching game has has been at an all-time high. Um, and he's asked me numerous questions. We've we've bounced questions off each other. And uh, and all the other starters, and and he really wants to be a better pitcher more so than having his velocity back and throwing ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight. Um, but Chris Sale can be that guy too. So it, it's really going to be a, a chess match here from from pitch one, and and uh, I think whoever gets the edges and the corners high and low more so than the other guy, that guy's going to have the advantage, and and hopefully it's it's uh, it's JV.
4: Can you talk to the mood of the clubhouse compared to 2015 when you were those young guys kind of just getting into the playoffs and where you guys are now mentally?
5: The mood, I mean, it, it, this is the most magical time of the year, so I, everybody's ecstatic. And um, I think I had a few more dreams than I usually do in my sleep last night, just I was excited. But um, honestly, I think I think the team was more excited in 15 just based on the fact that it was our first time actually doing something and getting to the postseason uh, this year it was it was it wasn't expected because nothing's expected in this game but it was as close to expectations from each guy each individual guy as a whole and in, in a 25 man hole um, as you can as you can imagine and that doesn't mean that we were cocky or confident it was just that if we each did our individual job we were gonna be sitting pretty and, and having a chance to be here so for us to be here now um, is, is really something that we thought about in spring training. So for it to be here now, um, it, it, we don't get as excited, I guess, if that makes any sense. But come game time, it's going to be like we're, we're uh, our first ever game one.
1: Alex, you touched on this a second ago about your fondness for pitching here. What is it about this, this ballpark, this environment, these fans that kind of gets you to another level in terms of your your production? Because obviously, you've had a long history of pitching very well in this ballpark.
5: Well, I think number one is the fact that a lot of the fans here know their sports, so in turn, that just makes sporting events that that much better. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't mean it doesn't have to be baseball. It can be football with the with the Texans or basketball with the Rockets. Um, or even the Dynamo. I mean, every, everybody knows their sports here. So when they come to the ballpark, they're they're very knowledgeable about how the game should go and, and what to expect and whatnot. And um, various various points in the game, you'll see guys you'll see fans standing up and, and cheering loud, or three two count, or a uh, uh, crucial crucial at bat. Everybody's in the know. So that, that that really tops number one. But two, it's just the atmosphere with the with the dome um and and just with the the orange and blue colors i mean orange is a very electric color and and it it's hard to miss so when we have an orange outer or, or a lot of fans wearing orange especially in in uh, corner it's a it's a good feeling to have and um it just it just feels as as close to home as is it's gonna feel for me and and uh i've i've enjoyed it and and uh, it 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 gives me that extra little boost each and every time it really does
1: to what degree is it is the red Sox running game their ability to steal bases a concern to you going into the start
0: tomorrow
5: well it's not really a concern i've i've known for a while how how good they are at at the little things in 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 the game and and they do they do possess a, a challenge keeping keeping guys honest and keeping guys from stealing bags and it's just something that we're going to have to play in the game um hopefully i don't hopefully i don't give up that many hits to 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 let guys steal but it'll be one of those things where it's just a cat and mouse game and that's one of the beauties of baseball is is you get on any way possible air hit catcher's interference something you're you're liable to steal a bag if you're on if you're on the red sox lineup and um we we have we've, we've done a, a pretty good job ourselves with stealing bags and, and generating runs from, from that aspect of the ball game. So it's clearly on my mind. It's it's been talked about numerous times in the clubhouse this last four or five days, especially in the catchers know, too. So we'll be on the same page, hopefully, and and uh, keep those guys honest enough to where I can maybe get a ground ball and get a double play in a, in a crucial situation. This has been a production.
2: And whoever
1: in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the
2: Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.